and welcome to the T-Force GG General Gaming Podcast, episode 173 for the T-Force Network. I'm your host this fine evening, uh, and I'm joined by Punch and oh. the lovely Mary. Yep. 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 Hello. Hello. Hello, Wait, friends. Who's our host? Hmm? Who's our host? Oh, fuck. <laughs> and I'm your host, Nelvium. There you oh, go. Introduce okay. yourself. I thought oh, it was a stranger. Never. Never. <laughs> Oh, it has been a long day. My mom has always said to never podcast with strangers. <laughs> so what have I you guys been up to? You guys playing advice, any video Mike. games this week? It's very specific advice, yeah. And, and welcome back, Mary. You know, I think if you're on a show for three times, you're you're probably an official member now. I think there's somewhere in the GG rules that says that. So I don't know if you wanted that or not, but now you're stuck. So congratulations, Mary. Okay, well, I guess I am playing the game of podcast host. Yeah. Congratulations. As far as video games, though, I've, I got nothing. I have no... Which, you know, it's not a surprise. Mm-hmm. Although I'm getting close to buying a Switch because the, <sighs> new, uh, the new battery life improved Switch came out with very little fanfare this week. But I haven't bought it yet. But I will. But I haven't yet. But I will. Nice. Uh, when's that launch? When's that coming out? I th- well, Amazon put it on sale... Was it yesterday, the fourteenth? So I could buy it whenever I want, which is not yet, but soon. Soon. <laughs> yeah, I've got. I mean, I've got. I've got other things to set up, like a pie hole. I've got to set the pie hole, and then I set up a new TV. And once I set those things up, then I'll consider the Switch. It's gonna look good on that TV. You can. You can even buy Hollow Knight on the Switch. Play it on there. Oh, great! Could I could do that, but I'm not focal, so I probably won't buy it again because I've already bought it once. Mm, that's true. Have you been doing anything else besides video games since video uh, games is not what we do here? I've watched movies. Oh. No horror movies, though. I don't have any horror movies to report on this week. But I do have a couple of Tarantino movies, one of which was Hateful Eight, which is uh, went, went or started showing on Netflix. So I just watched that real quick. And by real quick, I mean just under three hours because Tarantino <laughs> makes long ass movies. But yeah, Holy crap! Three hour, three hour movie. That's too long. Well, yeah. I think in theaters, I think it had a legit like intermission. Okay, if that would make sense. If they're that long and they have an intermission, then I'm fine. But I remember during Endgame, I I really we needed that intermission partway through. It it yeah. it's easy to do intermissions with his movies since he does those chapters frequently. Like mm-hmm. I think Hateful Eight had five chapters, whatever. It was good. Um, it was the you got you got the blood and the violence that you would expect from Tarantino movies. It was great. There's lots of racial tension in that one, but it had like a wholesome ending of sorts with a lot of death, but wholesome kind of wholesome death. Yeah, it was cool. Um, yeah, that's Tarantino wholesome death. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in theaters, which was also very good. I liked that one a lot. Um, but it was not very violent. There's not a lot of violence at all. I actually don't think there was any blood until the very end. Because, I mean, we can't go a whole Tarantino movie without somebody dying, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And yeah, that, yeah. And, and you probably, I mean, if, you, if, you're, if you're familiar with the Manson murders, which I think most everyone is except for me up until recently, um, you kind of expected some sort of violence to happen at the end. But uh, but since there wasn't, but you know, it, it was it was it was a very different movie from Hateful Eight, so it was kind of 
it was just by happenstance that I watched those two in the same weekend. Um, so very different feeling, but I liked Hollywood a lot. DiCaprio and Brad Pitt were fantastic. But it was still long as balls. I think it was the same length as Hateful Eight. I, I got out of there three hours later. Oh, gosh. And Where I don't have the time for all these three-hour movies. Well, I don't play video games. So that's no, there, there it is. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's it. That's all, that's all I have to report on. I would have talked about the pie hole um, had I been able to set that up yesterday, but I was not able to. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow, tomorrow, my pie hole will be ready. Yeah, we'll probably get into that next week, but it is a very good device. Yeah. Well, you're about to be welcome to an internet that is not terrible, or at least I'm, well, I'm an so internet excited. that is less terrible and faster to load. It'll be a brand new internet. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Everything will be different. And by different, I mean there'll be no ads. It'll be just blank boxes, blank black boxes where there should be ads. Uh, actually, a lot of them don't uh, load blank boxes. It, like a um, giant the black holes where the load. ad should be. <laughs> Yes. It actually just replaces all the ads with uh, that image of the black hole that surfaced this year. Yes. It'll be like the age of black holes, but on the internet. Mm-hmm. The prerequisite to the heat death of the universe, but on the internet. On my browser. The heat I'm death excited. Of the internet. Yeah. Okay, well, that's it. That's mm-hmm. all I got. So, Mary, have you been playing any video games or been doing other activities this week? Uh, I've been continuing to play Fire Emblem. And having a lot of fun. Mm. I think I'm at like 20 hours now. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've been playing it a lot. Um, it is still a lot of fun. And getting to know the characters more, I think Idle Guard is awesome. I can't really say why because of spoilers, but I think she's cool. Nice. And other than Fire Emblem, I, I think I logged into Final Fantasy XIV for like half an hour. That would have made Snaggle so happy. Yeah. And then you um, part of his company, you join the Snaggle. Actually, company. I did it because he wasn't online when I was online. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> I find it hard so, to believe that Snaggle's not online Final Fantasy yeah. VII constantly. He's online right now. Yeah. Wait, did you say seven? <laughs> oh, Final Fantasy fourteen. Sorry. And seven. He's playing both at the same time. Oh shit! <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that. But yeah, sorry, Snaggle. I'm still not in the company. Um, One day. Other than that, I did get my new refrigerator Hooray. and like finished out the kitchen, put up like the hood and shelving and everything. So my kitchen's like just about done. So really happy. Awesome. And the fridge looks really awesome. It's like a pastel pink. It's all like 50s looking. It has like the, that big like chrome latch on the front and it goes like ka-chunk, ka-chunk every time you open and close it. Oh, that's got to be satisfying. That's great. It's so satisfying. Is there a ample storage space in there? Yeah, it's really good. There's a nice. lot of storage space, and like the outside of it is all like sheet metal, so it gets just a little bit cool. So on a hot, humid day, just hug the fridge, and you feel so much better. <laughs> oh, that's just that sounds just really wholesome. <laughs> I, I love my kitchen. I'm, I'm so happy to be home to you, fridge. And you give the fridge a big sweaty hug. Mm-hmm. I missed you, fridge. And then let's see. Besides house stuff, I've also been watching anime. Um, I've been watching that gym anime, um, How Heavy Are the Dumbbells That You Lift. That's the name it, of the anime? How Heavy Are the, the Dumbbells They Lift? Yeah, how, um, they're pretty heavy for some of them. Um, it's a pretty good, like, here's some cute girls getting into a hobby kind of anime. And 
it does a good job of like explaining like how to approach fitness and going to a gym and lifting weights and like good exercise techniques. Like they actually do little tutorials for all the exercises, but then they also turn it really etchy and really dirty and it a little too much. Mm-hmm. So they're trying, much, trick, uh, they're trying to trick anime nerds into exercising with cute girls. Yep. It's exactly. This is all right. just trying to trick anime guys to get into the, the gym, right? Is that so? Does that actually start right away, or did, does it come later? Because it seems like they kind of they might have this reversed if it came later. No, like first episode is like the character like joins a gym because her friend called her fat. No, but uh, so are they trying to draw in the anime nerds with the etchiness and then hit them with the the uh, gym techniques and fitness? Advice, or is it the other way around? Because if it was the other way around, that'd be weird. It seems like you want to draw them in first, and then it's, it's like, once. "Hey, be healthy." It's all at once. It's like, here's how you do a bench press, and we will zoom in a lot of times on this girl's breasts. Ah, okay. And she's all sweaty and panting and blushing. I gotcha. Oh, well, yep yeah, that that's that that's how you would do it. I mean, I'm hoping you... so. <laughs> and actually i did join a gym again and got into weightlifting again this week it so works. it works the marketing works <laughs> <laughs> all right it works yeah so i hit like free weights for the first time in like five years and the anime boobs rack, for a good so cause it worked it worked on me it can work for you too it cool. would but i'm already a part of the gym i can't join another one they're too expensive yeah yeah they're a little expensive but it's worth it Mm-hmm. I thought about like turning my basement to a home gym, but I kind of like the uh, social aspect of going to the gym with other people, even if I don't talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't talk to just anyone, but around other people. There. Right. Yeah. Just being around people just feels better. It's nice when you start recognizing faces, you give the nod like, yeah, we, we, we recognize each other as people and then just continue <laughs> on with your day. Mm-hmm. The subtle yeah. nod. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you've been doing anything else other than getting swole at the gym and watching anime <laughs> about getting swole? Um, not much else. Um, been reading web comics, which I do all the time. But... Oh, finally! Now, now we're talking my language. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now and I have been talking about web comics for months, so uh, it's about time we let it infect the show as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Punch spends all his time not playing video games, watching movies. I spend all yeah. that time reading webcomics. Oh, my goodness. And if we were going to go through all the webcomics that I'm currently keeping up to date with, I think this would be an eight-hour podcast. It would be far too long. So uh, we're If I go probably... suspiciously silent during those eight hours, don't worry, I'm still here. Mm. <laughs> if we're going to talk about webcomics, I'm only going to talk about three at most that I'm currently reading, because otherwise we would literally be here all day. Yeah, I thought it'd be a good idea to only talk about like a few. So I'm just going to mention one, which is one that I'm really in love with right now. It's called Goodbye to Halos. Mm-hmm. And it is like a, like a fantasy adventure story. And it has really amazing like uh, like watercolor, no outlines artwork. Ooh. It's really, really pretty. It's, I think there's a lot there. It's pretty slow to update. It's like once a week now. There's a bunch of content there already, so there's plenty to read. What was that called again? Goodbye to Halos. Hmm. 
it, I can see why it's only updated once a week. That looks like it takes quite a while to draw. Yeah. I think the person has like a full, I think it's just one artist who does it. And I think they have a full-time job. So this is like their side gig. Well, color me impressed. This thing is beautiful. All right. So what have you been up to now? Uh, so if we go into the webcomic land, I'm, I'm going to talk about only a few. Uh, the first of one, which I've been reading for, I think, almost 10 years at this point, is uh, it's a webcomic called Tower of God. Uh, if you if you go to the site Webtoons, it's one of their like premier ones. Like uh, it gets the special treatment where if you read it on the app, like the app on your phone, you actually get three more chapters that people who are just in the browser don't get. Like this is one of their pre- premier. Like these guys get special treatment, and it's been going on for ten years. And it is a wow. story about a child who enters this tower. Uh, trying to get to the top because when you get to the top you get a wish and it i do no idea how close they even are and it's been going on for this long but it's one of my favorite it's one of my favorites good read every week and it's actually getting an anime adaptation soon which is bonkers to me how so yeah i heard about that that. how is it getting an anime adaptation or how is it yeah, how is it getting that adaptation? I mean, wh- wh- why is that bonkers to you, rather? Because it looks like, I mean, if it's got 10 years of content, it seems like they, they certainly it's, have a good outline to go off of. It's just a bit weird to see something, uh, just a small webcomic that's grown into something this big and finally getting it to animation. It just seems strange to actually mm-hmm. see a comic get turned into animation this way. At least a webcomic anyway. Yeah, you usually only see like the ones who make it into like print publications first, like... Even like as big as Penny Arcade is, they don't have a cartoon show. Mm. But yeah, this is all online comics and it's getting full animation treatment. And that's very exciting. If you like webcomics, this is the golden age. Mm-hmm. Webtoons is definitely a good place to go. Like they, I think they have a bar at the top of their page that showcases like 10 of the really popular ones. And basically all of them are good. Uh, there's one that just started happening called The Red King, which... Looks good so far, but remains to be seen how it pans out. The pages are kind of short because the art is really well detailed. And we're just getting to the plot point. We're getting to the first actual plot point. Uh, One other one, if you're just looking for a weird power fantasy read, there's a thing called solo leveling, where uh, in this world, there was this thing, this event that happened that caused people to, quote, I think it's awakening and people who awaken to gain supernatural abilities. But those abilities have a set power. Like, you do not get stronger. So if you... uh, They classify you based on uh, how powerful you are. So, like, E rank all the way through S rank. And if you you were awakened and you were given the C rank, you will always be C rank. You can never go higher. So it's all about using that power and strategizing around it to make your way through the world. And all these, and uh, just every now and then, gates will open up full of demons that heroes have to go in and defeat. And it follows, it follows the story of a of a hunter who is the lowest rank possible, who goes into a dungeon as a helper, but things don't quite go so well. Wait, what's the name of that again? Uh, that one's called Solo Leveling. Okay. I'm going to bookmark this. This sounds really cool. It's definitely, it's very tropey. It's very just straight power fantasy, but it's quite enjoyable. 
I think that's as much as I want to talk about webcomics because I don't want to keep can't diving go, into this. Can't go too far into the webcomic hole. Mm-hmm. I'm never climb back out. Subscriptions feed, and I have 30 currently reading pages. <laughs> this is all I do. <laughs> currently reading 30. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I assume they, a lot of them go on for a long time, right? It's not like you can just finish one and then move on to another one. Yeah, a lot of them do go on for years, sometimes decades, but there are a couple that have recently ended. There was one called Carl, which was uh, some uh, this guy, the scientist was trying to make a computerized therapist and accidentally created AI, like perfect artificial intelligence. But that one recently Whoops. just ended. So a lot of these do have ends, but most of the ones I read don't. But yeah, reading webcomics is a good time. Except for when they go on permanent hiatus or they change their update schedule to be far less frequent. Oh. Or when someone becomes a professional artist and they just drop their webcomic out, right? Oh, yeah. That, oh. That's, that's also true. Like, that's hi, I'm getting paid now, so goodbye. So what else have you been doing now? Uh, other than that, I have... I do watch anime a lot, too. I just generally don't bring it up here because I actually don't really know why I don't bring it up here. Probably because the anime I watch are really trash. <laughs> you don't want to subject us to the anime that you watch? <laughs> Pretty much. Like I watch a lot of good anime, and I recommend those to people, but the ones that I'm watching right now, are I just needed some garbage to watch, and I'm just throwing these on. They're so, they're so good. I don't have to pay attention, and it's just, it's just good. That's all right. So we all have our guilty pleasures. Mm-hmm. Uh, my guilty pleasure right now is Arufreta from Commonplace to World's Strongest. Uh, it's a, it is of course Isekai because everything is. Uh, so this whole class gets transported to another world, and this one student who happens to be the weakest is instantly betrayed by his fellow classmates, and he is sent into the dark parts of this labyrinth and he has to find his way out and he goes a little bit crazy there for a while he starts eating monsters and hmm yeah well you got to eat something i mean i can't imagine there's a lot of food options yeah. in the dark labyrinth. Mm-hmm. but yeah it turns out that eating monsters is poisonous but he just lucks out and passes out slash dies in a healing well oh well yeah it's a good spot I mean, to pass out and die in yeah Mm-hmm. If he you're got- going to pass out and die, look for a healing well. Mm-hmm. He happened to just be really lucky, and he found out that if he eats monsters, he gets their abilities. So he eats a wolf that controls lightning, he gets the ability to control lightning. And it's just kind of good trash. I this can't actually... Re- I, can't rec- I can't recommend this show. <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, I mean, the I premise can, sounds good. I can recommend episode four of this show. <laughs> just one episode. episode four episode four has animation that just needs to be seen to be believed okay it is not good <laughs> perspective okay. so perspective doesn't exist the animation is largely cg where they just stretch the textures if something needs to move oh that sounds funky and there doesn't seem to be like perspective doesn't matter uh z index doesn't matter like the Order of order of objects on screen doesn't match what it should. <laughs> it's it's mm. just a bizarre thing to watch. So if you're gonna watch this, just watch episode four, and then you'll understand the re- you'll understand the show. 
Okay. Okay. I'm going to put that on my watch list. <laughs> right. Episode so four episode. of this anime. Uh, sadly, I have not been watching this on the new TV that's coming, but that came in today, and we've just been loading it up with cool new... We're, we're loading up as many things that have high contrast as possible just Ooh. to see how good it looks on an OLED screen. Uh, we loaded up Redline. And that yeah. was just... Oh, that's, that's really amazing. Oh. We're going to have to have a viewing party soon. Uh, loaded up into the Spider-Verse. So when you say loaded up, are you actually storing the these movies on the television? Oh no, I have a uh, I have a Plex server. Okay. Uh, loaded up. Uh, sorry, uh, I stream them to the TV. Is what I okay. mean when I say okay. loaded up. But yeah, I've watched those two, and those two are fantastic movies on an OLED screen. And I actually got to play a little bit of a video game on it. I uh, played a little bit of Hollow Knight, and that game is beautiful on an OLED screen. Hmm. Like, I bet it is. I bet everything is beautiful on that screen. It bas- basically, yes. The way the dark, like uh, when you're in a dark area, you know how it's supposed to fade out. But on a normal panel screen, it doesn't look like it's actually that black because there's giant light panels behind the uh, pixels to light them up. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Everything perfectly fades out in like a nice gradient pattern. It's just, oh, it's so good. Ooh. You you need Very to jealous. load up all night when you get your TV. Like that is thing i highly recommend or at least load up a stream of hollow knight um yeah i think i could do that hmm. i could yeah i could try that uh we me and my friends also met up this past weekend and we did some we did some smash we Ooh. played uh me and my friend we loaded up two heroes like we played um, duo heroes and went online the, and... the character named hero for people that are unfamiliar right we went the online. new character in Smash named Hero. That is correct. There is a hero. There's a guy named Hero. <laughs> but uh, we loaded up double heroes and went online and had people suicide the moment they because people are still salty that that character exists in the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just I just read that um that character was banned in Australian Smash competitive scene. Yeah, that's, that's a, a bit sad. What I didn't read into the details, but yeah, I know a lot of people RNG are angry. character in. Yeah. Yeah, well, people don't like yeah, RNG. He's a lot of fun. I, I love him a whole bunch. And uh, other than that, like we we played Smash Duos, uh, waiting for my third friend to show up with his Switch, so I could continue my Undertale run, which I had started playing and will finish tomorrow. Oh, how do you, you like an Undertale? Uh, I mean, how how often have you been playing it off and on? Like. Uh, so this last time was the second time that we played it. We played it the week before, but we didn't get that far. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm about, I'm in the last leg of the game and that game is just so, so charming. Yeah. I was, I was going to jokingly do a, uh, genocide on my, just, just to say like, yeah, screw the wholesomeness, but I'm glad I didn't (laughs) because it's just so darn cute. Yeah. I I haven't tried the genocide run. I only did the pacifist run the first time, but it was really good. I mean, I can't, I mean, it just feels like that's the way it was meant to be played. It definitely is. Uh, another reason why I decided not to do it is I was, it was explained to me what a genocide run really involved. And to do the genocide run correctly, you have to kill every single monster in the world to the point where you don't get random battles anymore. And that is excruciatingly painful just oh, because. Wow. Uh, the more monsters you kill, the less likely you are to run into them. 
And so it's just a slog to even get there. Like you're, you have to really force a genocide run. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Glad I didn't do that. Yup. Yeah. But yeah, that game, that game's wholesome and cute. I just, I actually beat the, according to my friend, the hardest uh, enemy in the game on my first try, which made me happy that all my hours in Toho weren't wasted. <laughs> but yeah, Undertale was great. I, I look forward to beating it tomorrow or Saturday whenever we meet up. It's going to be a good time. All right. That's all I've been doing this week. Uh, you guys want to transition into the news? Sure. Yeah, I'm all about transition news. Yeah, yeah. Do you have so la, 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 time for news. So buckle up your shoes and we will read the news. Well, well. So la, 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 don't be scared. We have the news prepared. Now we will read the news. Well, well. So la, 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 dry your eyes and eat some news french fries. Now let's enjoy the news. Well, well. So la, 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 EA sucks on giant hockey pucks. Now let us read the news. <laughs> well, well. Oh, that was great. Oh, thank you, Punch. Well, well. An yep. excellent songster, as always. Well, thank you. But yeah, news. First, first thing on the news docket. Uh, no Man's Sky continues to get updates and be awesome. That Yeah, that game continues to be better, which yes, uh, feels they, good. It feels good that those, those devs keep putting effort into that game. I mean, they clearly, they clearly love... Their wor- or loved working on it. Like it was their, it was their baby project, and then it just kind of, it got too much steam underneath it, and there was too much hype for it. it wasn't really to any fault of their own. It's like the yeah. spore problem. It, people were expecting the universe, and they didn't quite yeah. get that. But uh, they weren't deterred by the lackluster release, and they keep keep adding updates, including this one, which I get. I think the main the main thing for the Beyond update was the VR support for PC and PlayStation. Hmm. Uh, it also uh, lets you sit in the chairs, which apparently is a big deal to some yes. of the No Man's Sky players. <laughs> you can sit in chairs. Um, they expanded the multiplayer so more people can play at once. And they added yeah. a big social hub. Uh, they streamlined early game missions, which I think they also did previously. So I guess they did that again. More streamlined for early game missions. New story content. Uh, new NPCs with new dialogue and revised dialogue and better animations for those NPCs, a new unlockable tech tree for learning new blueprints and crafting recipes, and more! Each of these updates is really big, from what I understand. Oh, yeah. This game, this game is just fantastic, and the fact that they keep adding all of this to it. And there, there yeah. was a little bit of bad news. There appears to be some PC performance issues for VR. Um, they fixed some crashing bugs today. Uh, which is what the day after it came out yesterday, right? Uh, yeah, it came out yesterday. Yeah, so so they're yep, so they're they're working on fixes some of the crashing bugs. But as far as performance goes, there have been issues with um, um, the Index and Oculus and some Windows MR headsets, but they don't technically support those. And they recommend putting your uh, graphic settings at the lowest or second lowest quality settings, nothing to high or ultra. Hmm. So they're working on it. But I mean, I'm kind of excited about this whole No Man's Sky VR thing. It's basically the first real VR MMO in a way. I'm hearing a lot of good things. Benson tried it briefly, and uh, he sounded really impressed by it. Yeah, I need to boot it up because I picked up No Man's Sky when they did like that 1.0, like that relaunch thing. 
Mm-hmm. I did the first huge patch, and I loved that game. It is, it's a great way to relax. Like, it is a very chill game. All these new updates look really I was talking to my friend with the Index headset about it, because he's had his eye on it in the past. So maybe he'll get it? Mm-hmm. We'll see. And maybe I'll get it with him. Who knows? Is it still, I mean, it was 50% off on Humble not long ago. I don't know if it still is or not. I don't know how long those deals last on Humble. Yeah, who knows? But uh, No Man's Sky is routinely $20, $25, so it'll come back around again. Yeah. And honestly, for $25, this game is a steal. Definitely, yeah. It's on It's on sale on Steam still for 30 bucks through the 21st. Ooh. Okay. So half price. Nice. There you go. So what is this news about the Epic Game Store? Epic Game Store put out some updates, uh, including cloud saves. which is a big deal for people. Um, But it's only for a limited list of games for now. They're working with developers to expand that list of supported games. Meanwhile, all future games that support cloud save on launch will have it work at launch. So that's nice. Hmm. That is nice. They also added Humble Bundle Keyless integration, um, which I saw some mixed reaction for. I don't know much about it because I haven't used Humble Bundle. But some people say it's designed to stop third-party key reselling, FU to G2A. And some people say it doesn't matter that much. And I don't, I don't, I mean, in theory, it sounds good to me. Anything that screws over or makes things harder for G2A, I'm all for. Mm-hmm. And they also improved the game pages in the store. It made them more informational with better descriptions for the games, more videos and images, and other things, other stuff. And next up... Next up that they're working on, patch optimization to reduce patch download sizes, a revamped design for the game library page, which is kind of, I mean, there's not, there's really not much there currently. Just, just, uh, yeah, they're going to make that better. And then they're going to add a playtime tracker so you can actually see how long you played each of your games too. No, so, I don't need to know. <laughs> they're adding, they're adding stuff. They're not there yet, but they're making that platform better. Hmm. I know a lot of people care about knowing their playtime, but I personally, I like not knowing. <laughs> right. There's a, a piece in ignorance. Mm-hmm. Ignorance is bliss. The Epic Game Store also has uh, two new games up for, and they are Hyperlight Drifter and Mutant Year Zero. Two, well, at least Hyperlight Drifter is an excellent game. Yeah, well, I, I, so I got that today when I got home, and I just played it for like 15 minutes or so. Uh, so far, so good. Can't say much about it, but it looks good and it feels good. And I noticed right away there's no dialogue. That it's is a, right. Everything is done through uh, like a pictographic language. Yeah. The storytelling's all done through images. Yeah. Hyperlight Drifter is. You know, I'm installing it right now. All right. This is a game I always thought looked awesome. It is like the same kind of art style I use. And I just never got around to buying it, but it's free. So I'm installing it now. Hooray. Yeah, it looks really good. They got a short um, intro video when you stop a new game, too. Pretty nice. Pretty cool. So I'll be playing more of that. And I'll have next opinions. Up in, opinions. And bad news. We have uh, bad news for Apex Legends. Oh, no. They've finally been corrupted by their publishing arm, EA. Oh, no. Oh, no. So they've released a uh, new event. Uh, the Iron Crown event is currently going on. Uh, it's got like it's got like uh, singles modes, 
all these other pieces of content, but that's not what people are actually mad about. People are currently mad about this loot box system that they have going on for this event. How could I make loot boxes any worse? Well, they can make them they can make them a bit worse by having all of the items in this event completely tied to loot boxes. Uh, so during this event, there are 22 items for this event that you can unlock. Uh, you can get two through the normal normal game progression, but the remainder of the 20 are locked behind loot boxes. The loot boxes are $7 each. Wait, you can't earn them by playing? No. Only <laughs> two you can earn. Okay. Well, that's... All right. So yeah, you can earn two of them, and mind you, this is random, so it's probably two you don't want. Right, and so I assume these loot boxes have old content in them as well, right? Uh, no, it, this, these are premium just for this. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, well, that's something at least. Yeah, but each of these loot boxes is $7. Uh, and there's actually a special cosmetic that is locked behind getting every single uh, event item. Which you can only get by buying loot boxes for $7 each. Yes. So hmm. if you want to get this one cosmetic, which maybe you do, it's the heir- it's one of the heirloom sets, which is like the super rare coveted thing that people care about in Apex. Uh, it's an heirloom set for, I believe, oh crap, I forgot his name. What does he look like? I think it's the hunter person. Um, Bloodhound? Yes. But yeah, it's a cosmetic for their axe. And to get this axe, you have to get all of the other items in the in this event, which will run you a nice one hundred and seventy dollars. <laughs> and then you have to buy the axe on top of it. <laughs> Microtransactions. Wait, how much is the axe? Uh, I think the axe is ten dollars. Oh, OK. Well, that's, yeah. that's a good deal. It's a steal right there. <laughs> Wow, I mean, compared to everything else, it's like nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, compared to I the mean, 170 right. you previously spent to get the ability to pay for this axe. That is right. What do you spend that much? Ten dollars is oh, I might as well spend the ten dollars. I've come this far. That's exactly what that is. Mm-hmm. It's a sunk cost fallacy. Although yeah, I, I guess if you're going for the axe, it's not really a sunk cost. It's I've got money to burn, or you don't have money to burn, and you or really I have want my parents' money you... to burn. Ugh. You it's say you have your real credit scummy. card to burn. Yeah. Or, right, as Noah was saying, you don't have money to burn, but uh, you're susceptible to these types of things. And yeah. You have to have that X. So, yeah, Apex Legends has now succumbed to the evil they're publishing arm. It's unfortunate. The game is probably yeah. still a great game if you, if you can ignore all of this, but this is... Uh, this is egregious. The currency system was never great, or the loot box system also never great in that game. Mm-hmm. But you hit a point where you eventually just stopped getting them. If you yeah, played I, enough, I, you you could not get any more items without, you know. I never actually hit money. that point. Uh, when I was playing with some very high level people, they were they offhandedly mentioned that they missed getting loot boxes. I'm like, wait, that stops. <laughs> yep. I mean the the season pass system wasn't bad from what I remember, but you have to play a ton. But oh, yes. but you could see how far you got into earning those season pass or those loot boxes for the season, that content for the season before buying the pass. So theoretically, you could you could earn everything for the season 
and then buy the pass, and then you get everything retroactively. Mm. So that, that was my strategy this. going into it. Like I wasn't going to buy the season pass right away because I didn't know how long I was going to have to play the game. And it turns out that was a good decision because I really didn't play much at all, and I wouldn't have earned anything. But this, yeah, this is a, uh, this is uh, this is uh, it's not it's not great, not great. You know what else isn't great? <laughs> Both at the same time. I like how you. That's not great, Punch. Um, bad news for Snaggle. Spelunky 2 was delayed until 2020. No. The good news is there are no development issues, and they are not far off their target release date, but they don't have an exact date yet still. But it sounds like development's going well. It's just yeah. they've, got, they've got more detail to add, and the game is they're adding a bunch of stuff to the game, and they just need more time. Which is good. I mean, if, if you're going to delay a game, that's what you want to hear, is that they just need more time to put exactly. more quality work into the game. Yeah, That's what I want to hear, is that a game's delayed so that they can keep making it really good. Yeah. Not like, so we'd cut off 20% of the game to get out on time. That's <laughs> right. the last thing I'd want to hear. <laughs> right, yeah, you don't, that's, that's no good. Or, you know, like issues with the development staff and yeah. people are unhappy work, working conditions. You know, stuff like that. You don't want to hear any of that. Oh, no, no. But... It'll it'll be out one day. Actually, didn't even know it was. I didn't even know Splunky Two was um, targeted for 2019 originally. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be quarter four. Yeah. Okay. So this isn't that big of a surprise then. Yeah, a couple months, a couple months delay. That's that's pretty common. I'm I'm completely fine with that. It's kind of like the uh, Iceborne PC release date, where they just said winter. <laughs> well, what, what does winter mean <laughs> at Capcom? Does that does that mean no winter 2021? December. <laughs> Like, no, it means 2020. It's like, ah, well, I can't get too angry. They did say winter. Mm -hmm. Remember, Punch, winter doesn't actually start until December 21st. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's likely the people that were saying <laughs> The people that were saying December 2019 were being pretty optimistic. Yeah. I mean, they could get it in that nine-day window before the year. Technically ends. correct, but yeah. Well, that, that's all we have for news. Not a lot of news. Yeah. We've gone through a stretch of not a lot of news. Yeah, I wonder what's up with that. Um, Focal. Focal yeah. not combing through the very small news stories that nobody cares about except him. Mm -hmm. No reset of reforms. Although Gamecom, GamesCon is coming up, right? So there should be a lot of news then. Mm. Yeah, we're just in a little bit of a drought before the next big convention slash like everyone releasing all their info. Oh, Gamescom. Yeah, Gamescom is next week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. We should. I was trying to think of things that are going to be shown there. That Need for Speed, that new Need for Speed got announced. What, Heat, how is that what it was called? That should be shown at Gamescom. I don't know. I think I, I, I think I missed all the Gamescom news. That I yeah, I haven't. I don't know. That's all I can I, think of off the top of my head. I usually listen to the show to get my news. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're letting you down. No, I mean you can expect to see no Borderlands news. Three, Gears oh, Five. Yeah, you know. Stuff that's really does come out soon, doesn't it? Uh, ooh, THQ Nordic is bringing three unannounced games to Gamescom. Ooh. Oh, oh, oh. All right, I'm intrigued. I have no idea what those could be. Could be anything. Yeah, it could be. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we appreciate getting co uh, co uh, questions and comments, and you can write into us at gg at trinityforcepodcast.com. You could tweet at us at TForceGG, at Focal, at Nelbium, at Sergesterful, at Punch and Jello, at Merry Mayhem, at the Snagglewolf. 
you can patronize us at patreon.com slash tforce network. Uh, you can hop on the discord at discord.trinityforcenetwork.com to chat about this stuff in real time that we do every day. You could even write in at, at reddit.com slash t slash r slash tforce network. Please join us in discord and talk so I can do things other than work. It is definitely a nice distraction from work. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's a good way to fill the day. Those downtimes. Mm-hmm. I need to work, work. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Goodbye, everyone. GG. GG.